ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRostro. Former President Obama has some disparaging remarks about the current administration. The former president used an online commencement speech over the weekend to criticize some U.S. leaders overseeing the coronavirus response. He told graduates that many officials aren't even pretending to be in charge. At the White House, reporters asked the president about Obama's comments. He was an incompetent president. That's all I can say. Grossly incompetent. During the pandemic, the president has repeatedly bashed the Obama administration, claiming it left behind very little in a national stockpile for such an emergency. Greg Clugston, Washington. Just a week after a third of French children went back, there's been a worrying flare-up of about 70 COVID-19 cases linked to schools. Some were opened last week. Another 150,000 junior high students went back to the classroom today. And sounding the alarm, the education minister says the affected schools are being closed immediately. The Chinese technology company Huawei is warning U.S. decision to restrict chip sales to the company could severely impact the global technology center. We get more from the BBC's Andrew Walker. The Huawei chairman said the new U.S. moves would inevitably affect the company's business. Survival was the key word for Huawei, he said. The company describes the U.S. action as unjustified. The dispute reflects Washington's view that Huawei's mobile phone technology can be used to spy on customers. The company is also accused of violating U.S. trade sanctions on Iran. The original steps largely prohibited American companies from selling electronic components to the Chinese firm. The extended U.S. curbs will cover those items even if they're produced abroad, if they're destined for Huawei. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 827 points. The Nasdaq is ahead by 219. News and analysis at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. It's Freedom 1570 ringing liberty and truth. I'm Lee Michaels. Great to have you joining us here. Like It Matters Radio next, The Dana Show at noon. Ben Shapiro at 3. Mark Levin at 5 for the drive home. More of Minnesota beginning to open up today, which is good news. Let's check that forecast. Sunshine, low 70s today. Mostly clear. Should top uh, bottom out around 50 overnight tonight. Another nice day for Tuesday. Sunshine, upper 70s. Might even crack an 80 before the week is over. 
Mark Levin wants America to wake up. When is the last time you saw Joe Biden seriously questioned for 15 minutes? This guy's going to meet with the head of China, Xi. He's going to meet with Putin. He's going to negotiate peace deals in the Middle East. He's rambling. He's mumbling. He's buffoonish. He is showing symptoms of some form of dementia. Everybody knows it, especially the experts. And yet every damn one of them says nothing. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction, you know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. We're the Retirement Income Store, and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth. There is another more conservative way to plan for income without all the risk, using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book, 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, you radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to talk about mental health. Matter of fact, this entire week uh, is going to be focused on mental health. Uh, because long before um, the, the pandemic that we're in now, just go back to December of 2019, Christmas time, we had the greatest economy. Things were going wonderful. Best economy we ever had. And four months later, we have the worst economy we ever had. Now, in December, when we had the best economy we ever had, still, 50 million Americans were struggling with depression. And majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And again, what causes situational depression is our self-talk. Now, self-talk can also be called thinking. It's our thinking. You know, Zig Ziglar used to call it stinking thinking, right? Your, your attitude determines your altitude. But our, our talking to ourselves is thinking. I always tell my salespeople I work with, when, when you're working to close a deal and that person says, I need to think about it, What they're saying is I need to have a conversation with myself about what you just told me. And then I always retort back, well, undoubtedly you have some questions. So nobody can answer those questions better than I can. So what are some questions you still have about A or B? Majority of depression is caused by what's going on between our ears. The battle 
is in the mind. And I've said it many, many, many times. I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. In other words, if other people said and did to us what we allow in our heads, we'd never tolerate it. And so even when the economy was going great, we had 50 million Americans struggling with depression. And since coronavirus became more than just a Mexican beer in our, in our linguistic world, right? I mean, let's be honest. In December, if you were, heard the word corona, you thought about a Mexican beach, a Mexican beer. Uh, you did not think about Armageddon, right? Notice how a word based on experience can change almost overnight. And so if we had 50 million Americans struggling with depression before this, and now since then, 40 million, almost 40 million are newly unemployed. Think about that. And here are just some simple little articles. Prescriptions for anti-anxiety medication spike amid coronavirus uh, outbreak. Uh, isolation is a big trigger. Feelings of suicide are amplified amid a pandemic. And this was actually September 6th, so this was before we knew anything about coronavirus. Suicide rates are rising, especially in rural America. Rates among people in rural counties were 25% higher than those in major metropolitan areas. And let me define for you what depression is. Depression is helpless and hopeless. It's helpless and hopeless. And the way we cure fix, ease, whatever word you want to use there. Depression is to bring people hope. See, depression says that today sucks and tomorrow is going to be no better. However, if we can bring people hope, then not only do we deal with this thing called depression, but we give a people reason to do something different, to think different, to act different, to believe different. And that's why I say the number one commodity of a leader is hope. And that's one of the reasons why I do this radio show. I want to teach people to think. That's why I say it's inspiration, education, application. And by education, I say this over and over and over. you got to get this. I don't think I'm smarter than you. I don't think you need to learn a whole bunch of facts and figures. What I mean by education is the ability of the mind to process a strategy of thinking. If you can look at a sunset and smile and find beauty in the colors of a small flower, then you still have hope. If you can find pleasure in the movement of a butterfly, and if the smile of a child can still warm your heart, then you still have hope. If you can see the good in other people, and if the rain breaking on a rooftop can still lull you to sleep, then you still have hope. If the sight of a rainbow still makes you stop and stare and wonder, and if the soft fur of a favored pet still feels pleasant under your fingerprint, fingertips, then you still have hope. If you meet new people with a trace of excitement and optimism, and if you give people the benefit of the doubt, then you still have hope. If you still offer your hand in friendship to others that have touched your life, And if receiving an unexpected card or letter still brings a pleasant surprise, then you still have hope. 
If the suffering of others still fills you with pain and frustration, and if you refuse to let a friendship die or accept that it must end, then you still have hope. If you look forward to a time or a place of quiet and reflection, and if you still watch love stories or want the endings to be happy, then you still have hope. If you can look to the past and smile, and when faced with the bad, when told everything is futile, you can still look up and end the conversation with the phrase, yes, but, then you still have hope. Hope is such a marvelous thing. It, it bends, it twists, it, it sometimes hides, but rarely does it break. It sustains us when nothing else can. It gives us reason to continue and courage to move ahead when we tell ourselves we'd rather give in. Hope puts a smile on our face when the heart cannot manage. Hope puts our feet on the path when the eyes cannot see it. Hope moves us to act when our souls are confused of the direction. Hope is a wonderful thing. Something to be cherished and nurtured and something that refreshes us in return. It can be found in each of us, and it can bring light into the darkest of places. So never lose hope. I got that off of a, a gift of inspiration.com from Australia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what I want to bring. Matter of fact, I want to suggest that that is what leaders bring. Leaders are called to be hope peddlers. It's like Johnny Appleseed. That's not his real name. I can't think of it's, uh, I can't think what his name is off the top of my head. But he had a different name, just like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's not his name on his birth certificate. It is Michael King Jr. But Martin's dad went to Germany and studied the, uh, the great uh, theologian, Martin Luther, and how he challenged the Catholic Church to let thy people read thy God's works. His word. The Catholic Church controlled the word of God. The only priest could read it. And so there were a lot of traditions of men that were interwoven. And we didn't know what was scripture and what was traditions of man. And so Martin Luther got the scriptures. And he studied them and read them. And he wanted to get them in other people's hands so that people can read for themselves discern for themselves the difference between the word of God and the word of man. And Martin Luther King Jr.'s dad was so moved by the peaceful protestation of the Protestants, of Martin Luther, that he went home and immediately changed his son's name to the name that we know it today, Martin Luther King Jr. Because when Martin's dad went to German, what he got was hope. Hope. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we'll talk about mental health. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to 
reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, uh, we're talking about mental health. Matter of fact, this entire week, we're going to be talking about you know depression and suicide and PTSD. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I'm uh, slowly making tr- transition for the fee-for-service from the corporate world uh, to the nonprofit world, you know, like it matters has now become a 501c3, uh, and just the pandemic in this country. And I'm not talking about coronavirus now. We're going to lose, uh, you know, a hundred. We're getting, we're going to go over a hundred thousand. I told you they got to make this number as big as possible. Uh, and again, I've seen uh, story after story after story that people who had heart attacks, people who had cancer, people who had two weeks to live before COVID ever happened, if there's any way that they can trace it to COVID-19, these are all COVID-19 deaths. they got to make this number as big as possible. And that's part of the reason why there's so much depression. There's fear and panic. you got one side of the, the government that wants to make you afraid. 
Uh, I mean, let's be honest. If we look at the liberals, the Democrats, they want you to stay home. They'll pay your bills. They'll give you money, do all that, because they want us dependent on government. That's called control. It's called control. You look at any of the uh, political movements. Uh, Russia, the movement, the Bolshevik Revolution was all about helping poor farmers. How'd that work out for them? Communism is always about helping the poor. Why don't you go into North Korea if you make it in alive or out alive and ask those people who live in a communist country how they're doing. But it's supposedly to help the poor. So it's always under the guise of helping people. And then mass depression, mass deaths, mass poverty, long lines for a piece of bread or government cheese. If you live under daddy's roof, you follow daddy's rules. And so you got an entire political system that's worked on uh, destroying each other. You know, University of Michigan, I think it was, survey, a study, I should say, said that angry people vote. And boy, let's be honest, for four years we've been told that the guy in the White House stole the election, was a Russian spy, is racist, is all this. And boy, saying over and over and over, people get agitated, people get worked up. And if you watch CNN or MSNBC, the entire thing is destroy, to destroy the president. Whether you like him or not, you just got to be honest with what's going on. I was watching a an interview, actually it was a clip from someone else I was uh, talking to, and they were showing it, and it was CNN interviewing John Brennan, who's really uh, culpable uh, in basically a, a soft coup uh, attempt, I should say. And while he's being interviewed on CNN, the ticker at the bottom says, Republicans create a hoax uh, about the unmasking. Uh, Trump and Republicans create farce to distract from. I mean, so as they're talking to this person, this is what's flashing right in front of you. Remember, it's Joseph Goebbels that said, if I can control the media, I can turn any nation into a herd of pigs. It was Joseph Goebbels, Nazi propaganda leader, that said, if repeated enough times, I could make anybody believe that a square is a triangle, a triangle is a circle, whatever his exact quote was. And then when you understand how the mind works, says this is what's going on. We have an unconscious mind that runs the ship. You got to know this. And so a lot of things that are going on are, we're not aware of. Madison Avenue gets us to buy stuff we don't need to keep up with people we don't like. And they do it unconsciously. The, the politicians know how to get your goat, how to get you going so that you'll vote against somebody. Very few people vote for people anymore. They vote against people. How about this? This was from CBS News, December 9, 2016. Half people remember events that never happened. Ever find yourself caught up in a vivid memory of an event that you later realize, with confusion, didn't really happen the way you thought? I mean, let's be honest, it's not fair. I think Joe Biden should be resting, enjoying the rest of his life. I mean, he's got mental decline, cognitive, something going on there. He can't remember, and, and I know people, I study people. And, you know, we, we adapt our lives as we go along. We tell the same story over and over, and it's a little bit different than it was. And, and by the time we've told that story for 25 or 30 years, we don't know where the reality starts and the reality stops. So there was a study at the University of Warwick in UK that demonstrated that about half of individuals will come to believe a fictional event occurred if they are told about the event and then repeatedly imagine it happening. More than 400 people participated in the study, led by Professor Kimberly Wade. 
The study experimented with implanting fake but relatively harmless memories, such as taking a childhood hot air balloon ride, pulling a prank on a teacher, or causing trouble at a family wedding in the midst of study participants. Researchers told them about the imaginary events as if they were real, and about 30% of the participants appeared to remember it happening, even elaborating on how it occurred and describing details of what it was like. Another 23% showed signs of accepting the story to some degree. That's stunning. That's why you look at all this, you know, Joe Biden, how much he's been caught in lies over his lifetime, plagiarism. He went to this law school, was the top of this class, and then you find out none of that's true at all. And yet, no one seems to care because, again, we want to hate. And so you got to realize that there are three hours survival. We get stuck in the past. And by the way, the Irish Journal of Medicine, or, or Science, I think it was, Irish Journal of Science, told us that 40%, 40% of all memories are made up. They're not real. They're not real. And so this is what you got to understand. And we live in a world where we're isolating ourselves, where we're told to hate identity politics, where we think our pain is worse than others. One thing I've learned, yeah, we are different. Our DNA shows we're different. Our fingerprints show we're different. There are like now 30 differentiating factors on your face that we know about. In China, they have something called gate technology, where they can photograph a, a, a mob without any close-up seeing anybody's face. And identify people based on the way they walk, based on their gait. So absolutely, we are unique. We are different. But we got to a point where we're segregating everybody. And then we think that our pain is worse than someone else's. If I'm of this skin color, or if I share my bed with someone uh, of the same sex or opposite sex, or if I'm a man or a woman... And my pain is worse than your pain. And we start now figuring out, you know, you have no right to be upset because even if you went through pain, it's not as bad as my pain. And, of course, if you're a white man, you have no pain. And if you do have pain, it's all deserving because you've been blessed all your life because you're white. Boy, I missed that line. I, I missed that line I was supposed to be in because that white privilege line, some reason, just because my name's black, I'm not. Uh, but, man, it's just stunning to me. And then we get an entire political process that gets us wrapped up in the victimhood. You know, there, there are three R's to survival when we're surviving. You got to remember the survival thing. Because uh, we're, we're told that people get in this mode called survival. And right now there's a lot of people in survival mode, right? I mean, there's a pandemic. And, and I'm not talking about COVID-19. I'm talking about fear of drug addiction, of alcohol abuse, smoking. As a matter of fact, I read an article that social distancing and stay-at-home policies lead to increased dependence on tobacco. Tobacco use, being by people that smoke, is going through the roof. And so there was this health, uh, mental health index, this poll, if you will, taken of Americans on their biggest concerns. And the mental health index identified those that measured specific concerns and fears related to the pandemic. The most pervasive concerns affecting American mental health include the top one, the financial impact of the pandemic, 53%, losing a loved one, 44%, getting sick, 40%, and uncertainty around how the virus will affect family and relationships, 29%. When people were asked what their number one concern was, however, more people indicated fear of a loved one dying with the financial impact of the pandemic as a close second. 
we were in the middle of a mental health crisis. Many were struggling before the pandemic. And it's because of our culture, of our political system, so many people stay locked on the CNN and MSNBC and just for four years we've been told to hate a president, hate this man, that he colluded, he stole the election. None of that's true. We now see in released documents that even they didn't believe that was true. They testified under oath that it wasn't true. And then they'd go out right after they're done testifying and go on CNN or MSNBC and say he's a traitor. I'm in any minute now he's going to fall. You're going to see it. We got proof. And boy, people worked up. How much anger, how much rage, how much hatred has been worked up the last four years toward Donald Trump. And he's an easy person not to like. I get it. I'm not an apologist for Donald Trump. He's not my savior. I'm a supporter of his. I'm not a fan of his. I wish he wasn't so thin-skinned. But boy, some of you have been taken over. You've been hijacked, emotionally hijacked. And a lot of it is the way we're made. <clears throat> we are meant to be forward-looking creatures. We, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we're looking and we look in the direction we are moving. And yet so many of us, we have a media, we have a political world that wants to get us wrapped up in our past. And now you realize a lot of things that you remember from the past aren't true. They've been regurgitated and just told yourself over and over and over. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And those thoughts will make us sick, stinking thinking. It's called epigenetics. We'll talk about it later. And so when someone's in survival mode, and boy, when people are in survival mode, when you back someone against the wall, you'll know what you have. You can tell a man's religion in a time of despair. You can tell when they're in survival mode. They regret, they resent, and they resist. Those are the three R's of survival. Regret, resent, and resist. And all three require a rear focus. You've got to be looking in your rear view mirror to feel sorry for yourself, to play the victim. But boy, it takes a lot of courage to look forward. It takes a lot of courage to look forward. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. I'm looking forward to getting back to normal life. I'm looking forward to being able to make money again. That's where hope is. Hope is in front of us. We got to lift our eyes off the ground and lift them up to see the hope that's right in front of us. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I am Mr. Black and we're talking about mental health. I'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. 
With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Mr. Black. And if you're just saying, you know, we're how Dr. Kuhn and that is your And Like It Matters has created a 501c3. We've been approved by the U.S. government. And so we're taking donations, and we need to raise $50,000 because I'm going to go into the community now, uh, and I'm going to get this funded by grants and foundation and listeners like you. And we're going to serve the, the most susceptible, those that uh, are the biggest crisis, those that uh, have the biggest risk. And a lot of those have no resources. And so we're now doing research to find out where are the gaps, what's out there to help people. And uh, I'm going to be creating a program, doing the research, uh, and we're going to call it uh, um, Taking Back My Power, Mental Health. Right? Mental health, taking back my power and freedom, I think is the actual title. Because we can change this. I'm telling you right now, we have full control. And my background in neuro-linguistic programming, transactional analysis, cognitive behavioral therapy, emotional intelligence, logotherapy, uh, you know, those are the foundations of how we work. And then I'm a man of God first and foremost. And so we chime in and see what God says about this, what our Father says about this. And so I want you to know that this is what this radio show is. You've got an hour of power, so you can listen to it Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. We're based out of Minneapolis at Central Standard Time, but you can go to iHeartRadio and just type in, you know, Freedom 1570 Minneapolis, and there you'll find us, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I teach you how you work. I, th- that's the education process, how to think, how to process. Uh, last week we did a show called Thinking Critically because we need to start thinking for ourselves because you have the keys to the kingdom. The mind is six times faster than we can talk. And transactional analysis tells us there's a stimulus and there's a response. That's called a transaction. 
But the stimulus does not dictate the response. I mean, if someone hits me, my first automatic reaction, my first thought might be to punch them back. But them hitting me did not make me hit them back. Here's what happens. Our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone has a stimulus, they say something or do something, then we automatically go to what we know. The good book says that a, 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 a dog returns to his vomit and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. We go to what we know. Whenever we find conflict, whenever our back's against the wall, we're automatic pilot creatures, autopilot. And we go to what we know. That's why I say you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. They just become innate, natural. You see what comes out of them. When you squeeze a sponge, the only thing that can come out of them is what's in them. That's why it's fascinating. I mean, think about Jesus Christ, whether you believe in his deity or not. He's a real person. I believe he's fully man and fully God. It's very clear Josephus, historical writings of the Jews, he wrote about him. History books show him as a real man here. And when he was being crucified, when he was being crucified, he said seven things on the cross. But the most powerful of them, i got to believe, is the first thing he said. And that was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. See, when a sponge is squeezed, the only thing that can come out of them is what's in them. And so when people go through life, and then they lose their job, they're forced to stay home, they got a drug addiction problem, they got a bad marriage, they're being squeezed. What do you think is going to come out of them? Rage, hate, anger. You know, Cook Hospital here in, in Dallas-Fort Worth area, my daughter works uh, in community health. She works under a grant. And Cook County Hospital, they said in one week, five children, five children, it was a month ago, were brought in, died in the hospital from child abuse. They, I think they said normally they get one a week or one a month that that happens. Five in one week in one little area. Domestic violence around the world, not just here in America, around the world is going through the roof. They call it intimate terrorism now. That's the new word. Intimate terrorism. Domestic violence. See, because when people get squeezed, what's in them, those thirty to 60,000 thoughts, a media teaching them to hate. If you're black, white people hate you. If you're black, Donald Trump wants to destroy you. If you're a woman, uh, you know, men hate you and they're going to take advantage of you and they're going to rape you. I mean, it's, oh my God, the bitterness and anger. If you watch CNN and MSNBC, they're, they're little things, taglines at the bottom, insulting. They use the F word all the time. Now, people, everything's F now, you know, the F word. I mean, when I remember the Tesla guy, uh, uh, Elon Musk, when he said, if they don't let me open my plants, I'm moving out of California. One of the elect official women, uh, the quote was, F Elon Musk. I mean, she's bragging about it. It's a big thing now. Women get to be just as disgusting as men. Do you see the rage? Do you see the hatred of the women's movement? Where all these women were F this and F that, and I'm bleeding all over. I'm like, wow. I mean, women used to be the better of the two sexes. Now they're just as debased as we men are because of all this rage, all this bitterness. We live on the drama triangle. You look at, I think it's Stephen Cartman. There's the victim, and there's the persecutor. 
and there's the rescuer. And rescuer means doing for other people what they can do for themselves so they never get their wings. They never learn how to overcome. We make them soft like a, a bird that you remove its shell. It's ripe for the plucking for a predator because it never got its strength and its wings because it never had to learn how to overcome, how to break out of its shell. And so when Jesus Christ was being crucified, of the seven things, the first thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Why? Because when he was squeezed, just like every one of us, the only thing that could come out of Jesus as a man, just like he was fully man, was just like what comes out of us, whatever's in us. And what was in Jesus was love, was compassion, was grace and mercy, long-suffering, forgiveness, those are the attributes of God. And so you got to realize that if it wasn't in us, it wouldn't be coming out of us. It's all about conflict. We've got all this conflict going on because we're, we're being reminded all the time of how wrong people treat us wrongly in the past. People took advantage of us. And now with identity politics, you got to hate someone. Democrats got to hate Republicans because they just want to kill people and they're hateful people. I mean, Franklin Graham went to New York and to help out in the pandemic. All these doctors, all this stuff. And there are people protesting that he's hateful, bitter. And I can't believe the city of New York would bring in such a hateful, bitter man. Was he hateful for? Because he believes the word of God. Franklin Graham doesn't hate anybody. I've studied him a long time in Billy Graham. But he does believe the word of God. And the word of God says that certain things are wrong. And by the way, God also says he requires perfection. To God, a lie is no different than murder. Now, the consequences are much greater. We're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. And the Bible is clear that a marriage between a man and a woman, that a man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. It's a sin. It's not being mean. It's not the worst sin. It's not the unpardonable sin. But it is a sin. And the problem is when God says what I say is wrong, you shouldn't say is right. How dare you call God a liar? He's omniscient. He's got perfect knowledge. That's all. I have a lot of people who are gay. They're friends of mine. But if they ask me, what, do I believe the Bible? And it says, yes. I also believe lying's a sin. I also believe stealing's a sin. I also believe that having an evil thought about somebody's a sin. I believe that fantasizing about another woman who's not my wife is a sin. Why do I believe those things? Because that's what the good book says. But we've got so much conflict in ourselves. You know, we've got these dramas, you know, in a, uh, transactional analysis, they call it a script. And like any good script, any good drama, there's conflict and there's climax, right? And there are multiple types of conflict. And really, there's four that it comes down to, whether you're talking about a story or life. You got man versus man, and that's what the political process brings up. And reminding ourselves all the people that wronged us, we don't forgive, we don't forget. But conflict of this nature involves characters having opposite desires and interests. Sound familiar? It's also common in fairy tales, myths, thrillers, and mystery novels, not just life. And then man versus nature, right? Oh my gosh, we see it all the time. Type of conflict has a protagonist in conflict with an animal or force of nature. Look what we're going through right now. We're going through this COVID-19, this conflict. Man versus society. How about that, right? Norms. What used to be believed in America, what was wrong and right, is totally different today. What used to be good is now called bad, and what used to be bad is now called good. It's the conflict. With this type of conflict, the protagonist will stand against the whole of society and is in disagreement with social norms. Look at people who are protesting dying at home. 
yeah, we don't want people to die in the hospital, die of COVID-19, but how about the millions that are dying for losing their home, losing their values, losing their self-worth, losing their jobs? 40 million Americans are lost their jobs and some will never get them back. And then you got man versus self, which is huge. And that's where really real depression comes in. This type of conflict stems from the main character's inner struggle, right? Sound familiar? You're the main character in your life. You're writing a script. A lot of it's been written already, but we can rewrite it. That's where neuro-linguistic programming comes in. That's where transactional analysis comes in. That's where cognitive behavioral therapy comes in. That's where emotional intelligence comes in, logotherapy. That's when you process the Word of God, epigenetics. These are things I bring to the table. This is why you don't need to think like me. You don't need to vote for Trump just because I vote for Trump. You don't need to hate me because I vote for Trump. I have a lot of other values. You and I can disagree on that one thing, and I can still save your life. I can still help you out. I can still give you money when you don't have any. I can still give you an encouraging word. I can still do all that. We just got one area we don't agree in. But it doesn't make you evil and me good or me evil and you good. It's just a disagreement. It's just conflict. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about mental health. I want to give you back your power, your freedom, and that exists between the stimulus and the response. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. If you're a teacher or frontline medical worker in these difficult times, Blue Ox Heating and Air says thank you. To show their appreciation, Blue Ox is giving you a complimentary membership into the legendary club if you're a teacher, nurse, doctor, firefighter, or are on the police force. As a Blue Ox legendary club member, you'll save on free AC and furnace tune-ups with no trip fees, as well as discounts on repairs and installs. Valid on Monday through Friday appointments. For details, visit GoBlueOx.com. That's GoBlueOx.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. Yep, Mr. Black. And by the way, got some good news. I think uh, that we are on for our first class in over three months in June, uh, June 11th through 14th. Uh, we got work, uh, do work for a company called The Car Medic. We've rescheduled this class twice. It was originally scheduled to go at the end of March, I think it was. And so uh, right now we're planning on doing a class of eight, uh, planning on doing it uh, June 11th through 13th. But as I said, my days of doing regularly scheduled uh, trainings like that are coming to an end. This will probably be my last year. I'll still do them for my good clients, for my setup clients. But uh, I'm going into the inner cities. I'm going to the community. Uh, We've created a 501c3, uh, and I want to deal with the inner cities, those that are the most vulnerable those that are the most need, whether you're talking about veterans, homeless, whether you're talking about LGBTQT, uh, whether you're talking about uh, people getting out of prison, uh, rehabilitation, whatever it is, uh, it's time. And so uh, we've got a 5013C. If you want to donate, help us out. We'd love for you to help us out. Uh, we're seeking grant right now, funding through grants and foundations. Uh, because it, it's time to address this problem head on. And I love going to the inner cities. We'll be working with the Parents for Peace and Justice in Chicago. We'll be working to, with the One Degree of Separation, a group of comedians in California that uh, do comedy routines and uh, talk about depression. Uh, we'll be working with Dr. Chad Costantino uh, in North Carolina. Uh, and uh, do a lot of work in Minneapolis. And so we'll find uh, a group to pony up there with. We do the free bike wash every year in Sturgis with uh, Michael and Paula Bushilla. So uh, we're moving in this direction because the mental health is so important because there's conflict. We talked before the break about conflict, right? The four types of conflict, man versus man, you know, man versus nature, man versus society, and man versus self. And it really is about a lot of conflict. And I've, I've heard experts posit that really uh, there are three elements, if you will, three types of conflict. The first is relationship conflict is rooted in interpersonal incompatibilities. Task conflict arises when there are disagreements in the viewpoints or opinions about a task. And finally, a process conflict refers to an approach to a task, its methods, and its group process. You wonder why our, our, our government is so dysfunctional. I mean, no matter what Trump says, the other side is going to say it's wrong. And so there's relationship uh, conflict, there's task conflict, and process conflict. They can't agree on anything because when you got one, it's like the, the Israelites and the Palestinians. When the Palestinians have part of their charter, the death of Israel, 
when you're negotiating with someone that wants to kill you, uh, you can't negotiate with them. It's no different than Israel, Israelis with the Palestinians or uh, Trump and his, you know, partial Republicans, because even a lot of Republicans don't like him, against the Democratic Party, who the Democratic Party just wants to destroy him at any cost. They'll take sides with China. They'll take sides with anybody else, our enemies, versus our president. It's just stunning to me. Uh, the precedence being set and the bitterness and the hatefulness. And if Nancy Pelosi was a real leader, she'd stop all this hatred and bitterness uh, and destruction of Donald Trump. But she's feeding her base, and they seem to like it. So I I did some research, or actually I should say I I read into some research by Roy and Judy Idelson, and they've attempted to identify the beliefs. Because remember, everything's driven by belief. This is what we ought to back it down. That's why we, we always work with a structure of beliefs, because our thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day come from our beliefs. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. It is the, the atoms of your structure. It is the building blocks, if you will. And so it's interesting, because when you see these five levels, if you will, five beliefs that play a role in conflict between groups, You'll see why America's in such a mess. You'll see why there is an epidemic of mental health crisis going on long before uh, we thought corona was a virus versus a beer. And the Idelsons uh, have attempted to identify the beliefs that play a role in conflict between groups. And here are the five of the most prominent. Remember, listen to this. Number one, superiority. Right? This belief evolves around an individual's conviction that they are better than other people in important ways or what they have a sense of specialness. The group worldview contains shared convictions of moral superiority, chosenness, entitlement, specialness. The American Psychological Association have termed the belief in this, uh, have termed the belief in the superiority of one group's culture heritage as ethnocentric monoculturalism. And right now, I mean, you can be proud to be black, you can be proud to be Hispanic, you can be proud to be Asian, but you can't be proud to be white. Uh, white people are now the uh, the subpar species, and all oh, this is funny because we're all one race. It's only one race. Ninety nine point nine percent of all of our DNA is identical. We got one race, the human race. So even God says there's only one people, not Jew, not Greek, not slaveholder or slave. Uh, it is not man or woman. Is is human? Is human? So superiority. Number two, injustice, right? This is a big one right now. You know, Black Lives Matter and the women's movement, the Me Too movement. Everybody's had injustice. And ladies and gentlemen, this world is full of injustice. There is no justice on this planet. I work with people, the, the people, uh, Parents for Peace and Justice in Chicago. And people have lost a loved one in those, all this gang violence and hatred. And even if that person is found and put in jail that killed their son or killed their daughter, guess what? Their daughter and son still dead. There's no justice. That's what I told one of my clients, one of my friends, Michelle. I said, you can't get justice for Eric. Justice comes on the other side. Our God is a just God. But injustice, this is the perceived mistreatment by others of the world at large. The group worldview believes that it has significant and legitimate grievances against another group that is causing the injustice. Cross-culturally, there are different definitions for justice. That's why this whole thing called social justice, no, it's, it's not social justice. It's victimhood that turns into persecution. I mean, the, the persecuted becomes the persecutors. That's what the drama triangle happens on drama triangle. You go from a victim to a victimizer. Sad reality. You don't like to admit I'm just speaking the truth. Number three, belief in conflicts. Vulnerability. 
This belief focuses on a person's conviction that they are perpetually living in harm's way. They see themselves as subject to internal and external dangers and conditions that afford no sense of safety. The group worldview is widespread among different ethnic groups and is a common cause of conflict and violence. Right? That's what the drama triangle. And so we're vulnerable. The world's most vulnerable. Well, you know what? Really, the most vulnerable have to be unborn children. They can't defend themselves. They're in the womb of another person. And we have no problem slaughtering them on demand. The platform of the Democratic Party is if you're pro-choice, you are not a Democrat. You, I mean, pro-life, you're not a Democrat. You have to give women the right to kill that baby, even in a botched abortion. Uh, Democrats, look at Virginia, the laws. Look at uh, Barack Obama voted if it was a state senator. That if a baby is born in a botched abortion, then they, ha- they ask the mom, what, the parent, what to do with it. What do you mean? That's a living, breathing human being. It's now got its own rights, its own independence. It's nobody, it's nobody else's decision. That's just sad. Number four, reason for belief systems for conflict, is distrust. Boy, huge. We don't know who to trust. Boy, you can get an expert to say anything. Dr. Fauci, who the left idolizes, has been wrong on everything, said you couldn't uh, transmit this human to human, said that face masks early on were useless, said that don't cut off the flow, don't don't ban people from China coming here. That's racist. I mean, and yet he's a god to the liberal because they see him in conflict with Trump. Distrust. This focus on the perceived hostility and bad intentions of others in which there is the expectation that they will hurt, abuse, humiliate, cheat, lie, or take advantage. The group worldview has the same beliefs on a larger scale, right? You're told you can't trust anything Trump says. We know we can't trust the media. They're slanted. They're biased. They're part of the Democratic Party. And last one, I told you, started with this in the first segment, helplessness. This conviction believes that even with careful planning and execution, the desired outcomes will not be reached. One may feel incapable of attaining a goal and may lose the desire to even, quote, try. The group worldview is largely dependent upon the amount of opportunities for group advancement. You wonder why we're in such a mess? Right there. That's logically laying out conflict and the belief system behind conflict. And uh, ladies and gentlemen... It's happened to us corporately as a country. It's happened to us familiarly as a family unit. And it's happened to us individually in our own head. The definition of depression is helpless and hopeless. As leaders, our job is to help people by bringing them hope. We should be hope peddlers. That's what I want to do on this radio show. The truth will set you free. But Charles Garfield said, but first it's going to make you miserable. So let's get to a place of truth. We're going to do it on this radio show with all the love I can muster up. I want to help you get your power back. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. That's what Like It Matters Radio is all about. That's what Scott Black is all about. That's why Monday through Friday from 11 to 12 noon, you should be on this radio show. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black helping you to become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. And we're going to clean up that stinking thinking.
Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com